Welcome to the Love Lab podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single or couple, this is the show for you because, well, sex matters. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Céline Remy. Welcome back to the Love Lab podcast, and this is episode 47, and it's titled, What is Tantric Sex and How to Do It? And this episode today is brought to you by Power and Mastery, the most complete sexual mastery training for men. Whether you want to have harder, stronger erections, last longer, or expand your sexual skills, Power and Mastery is designed to develop your physical and mental stamina and enhance your sexual abilities. You can check it out at powerandmastery.com. All right. So I'm really excited about this episode. And at the same time, I feel slightly challenged by it. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm excited about it, because I think this is an amazing part of sexuality that I wish everybody could experience. And at the same time, I feel slightly challenged by it, because it's a little bit esoteric and a little bit intangible and difficult to describe to people. And if you've never experienced it, it can be can be difficult to truly understand what we're going to share today. So we're going to do our best. You know, it's kind of like honey, right? Where you can read about honey, you can see how it's sticky and sweet and delicious. But until you really taste honey, it's not going to make as much sense to read about it. So that's basically what we're talking about today. Mm, <laughs> honey. <laughs> okay, so before we get started, we have to clear up a few things. The very first one is, it is Tantra, not Tantra. <laughs> I know, it's silly, but we hear this all the time. People always pronounce it Tantra. It always makes us giggle a little bit. Um, so just so you know, it's actually produced, uh, uh, pronounced Tantra. All right. That's the first place. <laughs> so, you know, what is Tantra really? And what is the difference between Tantra and Tantric sex? Oh, so this is, a, this is a big one. Because in the West here, where we are, people kind of use the two terms interchangeably. Mm-hmm. And when they say Tantra, what they really mean is Tantric sex. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we felt it was really important to explain the difference between Tantra and Tantric sex. So Tantra is basically a way, a, a way of life, right? A system for living. And the word Tantra finds its roots in the word Tan, which means whole. And Tantra itself, as the word in Sanskrit, means to weave. So I love this analogy of wholeness and weaving things together. So I want you to think of it as a life path and it combines many teachings and sexuality is only a fragment of the practices that are being taught. Yeah. And that's the real key is that Tantra is a system for living life that encompasses everything, Mm -hmm. everything from your sexuality to your spirituality, to what foods you eat. Like it's literally, it's a, it's a holistic way of living life. And for people here in the West that may not be that familiar with Tantra, one of the analogies that I often use is people here are are, uh, familiar with yoga, 
It's, mm-hmm. it's had enough popularity for the last decade or so that most people are familiar with yoga now. And what I always used to say is that that um, yoga is like Tantra in a sense that yoga is a holistic way of living life. But what we call yoga here in the West is actually only asana. And asana is just your sort of postures, your poses, your physical part. And it's just one small piece. Mm-hmm. And so I used to say all the time to people that asana is to yoga what uh, tantric sex is to tantra. It's a small piece of a larger system, a larger whole mm-hmm. of how you live life. And so I just thought I'd throw that out there because maybe uh, people would get it a little bit more if they could relate it to something they already know about, like yoga. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, it's not a religion, okay? Uh, it, it talks about spirit spirituality, so something bigger, but it's not religion, and it's not religious. And so you don't have to change who you are. You don't have to follow dogmas and rituals and ring bells and do like, I don't know, 17 different things. These things can help you at times to get into your body or create a container. But there's no such thing as like a written path that has to be followed one way. <laughs> exactly. And you can be you can be any uh, religion that you want to be and still practice Tantra. Mm-hmm. There's no conflict there at all. Mm-hmm. Tantra is just, it's just a way of living life that's balanced. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, you know, so many cultures have their version of it. You know, in Chinese culture, when you think about um, the yin and the yang and that sort of balance that's created between the two, you know, Tantra is similar to that in a way. This is a balanced, holistic way of living life. So there's no conflict. Don't worry. It's not cults. You're not going to be <laughs> sucked into some strange, you know, sex cult, which is sometimes what people actually think. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. you know, I will say uh, along those lines is that like anything else, whether it's religion, whether it's a gun or you know, a tool or a car, anything else, it can be used for good, it can be used for bad. Mm -hmm. And there have been times throughout history where the knowledge and the power of Tantra has been used for bad stuff. Mm -hmm. But don't get that confused with Tantra itself. Mm -hmm. So I just want to make that point real fast. So, okay, so now we know that Tantric sex is, is that small part, is a fragment of the teaching. And here in the West, we're focused a lot on that. And this is what we call Tantra. Um, and so really, what is that sexual part of Tantra? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're getting into good stuff here. So what are we talking about when we say Tantric sex? All right. This is where we're going to do our best to describe what we believe tantric sex is there there might be some different opinions oh yeah by the way i like to say when i talk about it with my clients that tantra is like chocolate everybody has their own little recipe of it you know it's yes some people like dark chocolate some people (laughs) like milk chocolate sweet chocolate bitter chocolate yeah there's there's a lot of different flavors so so we have some guidelines for for that will help you understand whether or not the lovemaking that you're having is tantric in nature. And so uh, the first one is you no longer focus on the orgasm or ejaculation. And the focus is more on the journey of the lovemaking. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, 
we observe a lot of people having sex, not only as part of work, but as just our friend circle and lifestyle. And I can tell you that most people focus on the friction with the intent to orgasm. Mm-hmm. They just do. Mm-hmm. They've never been taught anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the one of the big distinctions with Tantra is you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. It's not about grinding genitals together and and rubbing clits and stroking cocks and and trying to achieve an orgasm. That's not it at all. Another one is that you you focus on moving the powerful energy that is generated throughout both of your bodies. And so that's when we get a little bit more esoteric. Um, I want you to think of sexual energy is not something that you really can see. It's that intangible, but yet you can feel it. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes, I do. Right, that tension. (laughs) Um, We know that, like that sexual tension, sexual energy. And so... Once you start to tune in, rather than just focusing on the sensations of the body, and especially the sensations on the hot spot, but start to tune in to the energy of the entire body, and not just your own energy, but your partner and what the two of you are creating together, that is starting to um, be a, a step in the direction of tantric sex. Yeah, and you know, I forgot in the introduction to give the woo-woo alert. <laughs> 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 well, you know, we try in this podcast not to get too woo-woo, but there's a certain aspect to sexuality that just is a little woo-woo, mm-hmm. and, and there's no way around that really. Um, so this is one of those moments. If, if, if you don't understand what we mean by feeling the energy, um, you have got some hurdles before you can really get into this tantric lovemaking because it's a huge part of it. And just to use an example from our own life, you know, we were making love last night and it was just this beautiful, slow, expansive tantric lovemaking. And, and at one point, uh, and it was totally, you know, silent as far as words go. And and at one point, I just, you know, said to Selene, I said, wow, I can feel you expanding. And, you know, she said to me later on afterwards, she's like, she's like, yeah, I was totally expanding in that moment. And yet I was, so you were thinking like, how the fuck does he know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not that I changed anything, but I mentally was picturing my vagina opening up and just kind of expanding and there's sometimes places where I can go where it's very intentional the lovemaking and there's a form of prayer or intention however you want to word that and in that moment I was really relating to becoming one with all and becoming one with the universe and that my pussy was the gateway to the universe. And I was imagining that and just kind of like focusing on this and you felt it. Yeah. And here's the thing is, I don't even think we were moving in that moment. Right. And yet, so there's an intention that, that you're setting Mm -hmm. and yet I can feel that. So Mm -hmm. how, you know, how do I feel that? Well, there's an, there's an energy that's created Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, many different societies have called that energy different things. Chi and life force prana. energy, prana, mm-hmm. universal energy, jing. Uh, jing. <laughs> There's a whole long list of different words, uh, even kundalini energy. Mm-hmm. 
it, it's it really it's our life force energy. It's the energy that flows through us, and we've said this before in different shows, but there is no difference between sexual energy and life force energy mm-hmm. or jing or chi or any they're, they're all different words to describe the same thing mm-hmm. which is this energy that's inside of us and it really does move and i know it sounds woo woo or esoteric or whatever but mm-hmm. it's real and it's palpable once you learn how to tune into it absolutely and if any of our listeners do martial arts they're probably very familiar with that concept. If you even do something like Tai Chi, that's the whole point. You make movements in the air, following and feeling the energy. And when you watch these people move really, really slow, and uh, there's this intention of feeling beyond the physical movement. Um, And so it's really a concept that's really important to grasp and understand. And it is something that you will continue to cultivate throughout your life. Just because you understand it today, you will get it even deeper later down the road. And it's never a time where like, that's it. I have reached (laughs) enlightenment. I have reached the place. Um, It's constantly expanding. So if you approach lovemaking with the intention of going beyond the physicality and feeling what's underneath the surface and focusing on that which cannot be um, quantified or, or really like seen, it will start to move and you will start to get used to it and like become familiar with it. Yeah, and, and the pro tip here is whether you're doing tantric sex or not, if you can tap into this one this one skill, mm-hmm. you will you will improve the quality of your lovemaking a hundred times. Absolutely. Because this is what it's really all about. Yeah, you know, sometimes when we think of tantric sex, people are like, okay, what can I do? Which positions? What exercise? And this the trap where you can get stuck in your head, in like, I have to do it just right, and then I have to follow these guidelines. And that's not really what that is, is all about, because you're not so much in the present, you're thinking about the next move or what needs to happen, and that takes away from the experience. Mm-hmm. So let's keep describing what sexual tantra is. So we, sure. we, we had you no longer focus on the orgasm, the ejaculation, and you focus more on the journey. And we have you focus on moving the powerful energy that's generated throughout your body. The next one is, as a guy, you have to learn to separate orgasms and ejaculation. And this is huge because and we say this so many times in so many shows, but you know, depending on which study you follow... You know, the average man ejaculates in three to five minutes or five to seven minutes. In either case, it's only a few minutes long. And honestly, it's almost impossible. I won't say it's impossible, but it's almost impossible to reach these heightened levels Mm -hmm. in five to seven minutes. I have never done it, <laughs> but like you said. No, uh, yeah. no, I have either. I'm just, you know, I don't like to <laughs> talk in absolutes, and so I'm leaving <laughs> I'm leaving a little bit of room to say that maybe some tantric master can do this in five minutes, but in general, no, you can't. Mm. And so as a guy, in order for you to be able to uh, get there yourself mm-hmm. and also be with your woman when she gets there and, and help her get there, help the two of you get there, you got to last longer. Yes. You just have to. And so you need to understand that ejaculation and orgasm are two different things. They're two different processes in the body and these can be learned to be separated and 
even just now having that thought for the very first time that they're two different things is the beginning of the journey. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you're hearing this for the first time and going, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> or even if you've heard of it, but you just never really experienced mm-hmm. it or, or maybe you're not that good at it. We have an entire program designed to help you do this. It's called Master Your Ejaculation. It will teach you how to separate the two. So you can look it up. It's at powermastery.com. If you're a woman, you need to learn to turn your orgasms more inward and move away from the explosion, explosive orgasm to more of an implosive orgasm. And I know it's also a strange concept. It's it's kind of the same thing it is for guys to learn to separate ejaculation and orgasm. Like at first you're like, what are you talking about? You know, what is this? Well, because you're probably used to going for the clitoral orgasm and it's this firework and it's that which I call the genital sneeze that happens. Um, but then you can start to, to, to tune in and to bring the energy inward. So rather than exploding on the outside, Were you coming and then you're feeling tired or worn out or you can't touch your clit anymore, ultra sensitive? You move the energy inward where you explode on the inside and you never reach that point of, oh, too much, can't touch, no more, ultra sensitive or I'm tired. As a matter of fact, you become insatiable. Mm -hmm. That's such a good place to be at. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and what's interesting is as a guy i can feel the difference when you have an implosive versus explosive orgasm Mm. i i don't necessarily know how to describe the difference Mm -hmm. in words but i can feel the difference when you have one versus the other Mm. and the implosive ones are much more expansive Mm mm-hmm and why they can they can both be very powerful there's there's just a difference to, like a true implosive orgasm is just off the charts powerful mm-hmm. but it is a different it, it's a different energy it's a different breed it's totally yeah. different animal <laughs> <laughs> so get used to that mm-hmm and then what you want to do is, like we mentioned earlier, it's all about surfing those waves of pleasure, right? So building up the waves of energy. So because we're not making it about the destination and about the orgasm, about the ejaculation, and we're starting to tune into something deeper, then what we focus on is how long can I ride this this mm. wave? How high can I go? Like, exactly. It's a totally different approach. Yeah, and we describe them as waves because they literally are waves where they'll you'll, you'll get a big wave of intense energy mm-hmm. and you'll ride that a little bit and then you'll come back down. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have another wave and mm-hmm. you'll come back down and you'll just surf these. So it's not... It's not a linear progression of just constantly getting more and more and more and more and more and more and more intense. Mm-hmm. It's more of a wave where each wave gets a little bit bigger than the one mm-hmm. before it, um, which is which is really quite fun. And it's very <laughs> different than how you see if you look at the model of arousal and um, in sexuality. That's really that curve where most people start from a place of being flat, have a curve that spikes up, you reach your peak and then there's a massive drop down back down after that orgasmic cataclysm like like expression. Well, in the tantric sex love making, 
you start at the same place, it takes a little bit longer and then you start to like linger and then it gets a little higher and you linger and the progression is different and it can go higher, but you never go back down and drop even lower than when you were no. before you started. When you're done, you're actually higher than where you were at the beginning. Totally. And, you know, I, w- I want to just say this for the guys out there. So, you know, most guys tend... Uh, if they're having sex kind of the normal standard way, they tend to have more of a linear increase where their excitement builds, 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 builds in this linear line until it fucking explodes into mm-hmm. an ejaculation. And so if that's the way you're used to having sex and you're thinking about riding these waves and building, you're probably thinking, how can I possibly sustain that? Like at a certain point, you're thinking that, you just have to let it all go and explode, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I want to reframe that for you and let you know that, that the reason why you feel like you have to explode into an ejaculation is because you're not moving the energy through mm-hmm. your whole body. It's basically getting stuck in the genital area. Mm-hmm. And it builds to a point where the, the genital area can't contain it anymore. And mm-hmm. it has to explode into an ejaculation. And so... If you can learn to move that energy through your body and feel it everywhere, in your toes, in your fingers, in the top of your head, like everywhere, Mm -hmm. you can build the level of energy up so much higher without that need to explode off into an ejaculation. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. So if we were to sum it up, at, at its essence, Tantra is about opening your heart and moving energy in the body through conscious awareness. It's about the connection with oneself, presence, and tapping into a higher dimension of consciousness. Well, doesn't that sound amazing and juicy? And mind-blowing out of this world. Everybody who wants that, raise their hands. (laughs) My toes are up. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that leads to my next, next question, right? So often when we start to discuss this with friends, like people will ask us, like, so why do you want to do this? Oh my God, this is, this is the <laughs> funniest question we get. I mean, we've literally had friends over for dinner where we talk mm-hmm. about this kind of stuff. And I, I specifically recall one instance where one of the men, there were three of us there, um, so there was three couples, and, and one of the men looked me square in the eye and said, why would you want to do that? Like he literally said, why would you want Mm -hmm. to do that? And what I realized in that moment was um, he didn't know what he didn't know, right? Like you've probably heard that expression before. You don't even know what you don't know, which means that you don't even know that you don't know that you can attain these levels. Mm -hmm. Like it's not even in your awareness that something like that is possible. So what you're doing then is you're looking at lovemaking through your own limited lens. Mm -hmm. And your own limited lens says lovemaking is 10 minutes long and ends in an ejaculation. And yeah, it feels good for a few minutes and then it's over. And then you go back to listening to podcasts or watching TV or whatever it is you do or sleep (laughs) or, or whatever. So their frame of reference is so narrow Mm -hmm. that they can't even comprehend why somebody would want to do this. Mm -hmm. And maybe some of you have heard of Sting and he used to talk about his lovemaking, uh, that he would make love for hours. And I often hear that people like, well, who would want to have sex for four hours? Like, 
Me. <laughs> I I think our current record is six, and it was fucking amazing. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those where I say, do try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, over and over again. <laughs> so... If you want to learn more, so we, we have episodes for you, by the way. Episode 25, how to have the best orgasms ever, where we talk about the different levels of orgasms. So we're not going to get into that today. We have an episode number 12, how to harness the power of your sexual energy, where you learn and you know how you can use your sexual energy to manifest things in your life, to reach goals, to have more health, happiness, wealth. I mean, it's amazing. So listen to these two episodes, because we're not going to dive in right now to that yeah but we're not going to leave you hanging either no. <laughs> so you know we, we've talked about what is tantra versus mm-hmm. tantric sex and 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 we talked about why you would want to do it and we do want to give you some how mm-hmm. here's the caveat though is that we're going to give you a list of things of how to do it it's it's 11 things long actually but each one of these is so deep and there's so much that you could learn about each one, that there's no way we could possibly get it all into a podcast. So we're going to give them to you. We're going to give you some brief descriptions. And really, at the end of the day, if you really, truly want to learn and master this stuff, it would be best to work with somebody, whether mm-hmm. it's us or somebody else. There's plenty of people out there that teach Tantra. Try to find a good one, though, because mm-hmm. some of them, they say they teach Tantra, and it's really just a bunch of crap. But mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll talk more about that after we go through this list. Absolutely. So number one, how do you do this? You have to let go of expectation, agenda, and goal. It, it, it's, it's essential at the start that there is no goal, agenda, and destination to reach. Exactly. So, so what is something that uh, we hear quite often from men? Well, now that you've got me all turned on, you have to finish me. Mm-hmm. You need to stop that. Or women, also same thing, where it's like, just get a little longer, I'm nearly there, I'm just about there, like, keep going, don't stop, mm-hmm. or don't leave me hanging. Exactly. Right? So these are, like, really important. Like we mentioned earlier, as a man, you want to learn to separate your ejaculation and orgasms. Mm-hmm. This is, like, a crucial step in getting into that space of having tantric sex for hours. Yeah, and the, the, these first few that we're covering here, number one, let go of expectations. Number two, learn to separate your ejaculation and your orgasm. These are kind of, like, foundational pieces. Mm-hmm. Like, these are skills that you need to have before you should even really try to embark on this <laughs> journey because if you can't do those th- those two things, mm-hmm. you're not likely to get to true tantric sex. And number three, uh, this one is, is, well, it's really for both men mm-hmm. and women. Uh, when I wrote it, I was thinking more in terms of women, but I, I think it applies for both, which mm-hmm. is... Learn how to fully open and surrender. This yes. this practice really is about surrendering. Mm. And that's fun. Like we talking about that path on non-resistance. Like last night when we were experiencing this lovemaking, I was noticing that I was not tensing up my body. I was not trying to get anywhere. I wasn't resisting anything. The more sensation I would feel, the more I would relax. Um, and that's really what allows you to like go to higher levels 
And so it's a very different concept than how we usually do that. So that's why you need to have these things in place. And awareness is essential because we have a default mechanism. And I see that all the time when I work with my clients. They don't realize that they tense up their bodies. They don't realize that they... Um, they stop breathing or like that they go faster, like they go into these like, I don't know, there's a switch in the mind and they like go on autopilot and it's not serving that. It's, it's autopilot. And you know, I also want to just say for the guys out there, um, being open and surrendering does not mean being passive in the bedroom. No. So it doesn't mean that you're just going to lay there and, you know, (laughs) be all hippie and like, Oh, I'm not going to take charge. I'm just going to let the flow go. No, you can still be a man. You can still take charge. You can still, you know, make love to your woman like the masculine that you are. But it also means that you're open and surrendering to what might happen in the moment, mm, where mm-hmm. it might go, what what mood she might be in, what she might need in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just totally being open to maybe it goes into literally like, other dimensions mm-hmm. or not and mm-hmm. just being open to however that goes mm-hmm. so number four you want to learn to move and feel energy we talked about this a, a, a lot earlier so you've got that one yeah there there in in traditional tantric practices there are a bunch of practices that they have to teach you mm-hmm. how to feel and move energy you know, and even if you're not doing it in a sexual way, like you, you mentioned uh, Tai Chi or mm-hmm. Qigong earlier, mm-hmm. those are both two great practices that will teach you how to move energy and feel energy. There are some tantric-specific practices to teach you how to do that too, um, but it's it's another like must prerequisite if you really if you really want to experience two tra- true tantric sex, mm-hmm. you have to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my favorite, number five, you have to get into your body. And a lot of us are stuck in our heads. And I know even for women, you know, we, uh, we have diffuse awareness so we can think of several things at once. And that's, that's just how we operate. And it's difficult at times to get out of the head space into the body. But getting into your body when you're making love is essential because if you're making love from your head and you're stuck in a fantasy island, if you're stuck in what was said earlier, and that's something that we talked earlier with Kevin, I was sharing about our experience last night where I was so present in the now. I wasn't thinking about the sexy things he had said earlier that could still potentially turn me on because sometimes you you revisit a fantasy or something that happened because it still gives you a charge. And I wasn't thinking at what's the next thing I can do to get turned on or turn him on in the future. I was really just like here, really here. Yeah, <laughs> we're kind of like speechless right now. We're like kind of like feeling it all over again. I think we're still feeling the effect of it. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is, is we had this topic on our list of show topics mm-hmm. uh, for a while now. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we really like to do is we like to talk about the topics that are really present for us in the moment. So like it's a conversation we have with a friend or something we experienced mm-hmm. ourselves that makes us feel truly juicy and alive in that moment about that topic. And since we had such amazing lovemaking last night that truly was deep tantric, other dimensional lovemaking, we were like, today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number eight on the list. Slow down, slow down, 
slow down. We've already said it's not about the destination. It's not about having an orgasm. There's no place to rush to. You don't have to try to reach these things as quickly as you can. In fact, if you try to get there too quickly, you most likely won't get there. Mm -hmm. So just slow down and take the time to cultivate the energy and the practice Mm -hmm. and move. And if you get too close to having an orgasm, slow it down again Mm -hmm. or stop altogether. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. I, I think actually we skipped six and seven, my love. I think we were oh. in to get our body, but let's sorry, put, that like, was my bad. Yeah, we went a little faster because actually you want to start slow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry. <laughs> I thought we should still give those keys because starting slow is essential to the practice. <laughs> I miss I misread the notes. I got so excited. <laughs> and then the effort seven is allow energy to build in waves. So just like what Kevin was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that starting slow to building energy to slowing down or stopping when too close, this is like a refined practice of attunement. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for getting us back on track. That's because the six and eight both start with slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go for number nine since it's about women. Go for Here, it. It's very important to get into your imploding orgasms, okay? Essential. And I think at some point we're probably going to have to do a whole show on that because it would take too long to explain about it. But it's that concept of tuning, turning the energy inward rather than outside in your orgasms. Mm-hmm. And number 10, so see where it takes you. Don't put any pressure on yourself to be in any particular place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we've, we've talked about that already, sort of letting go of the expectations. But yeah, tantric lovemaking doesn't have a destination. Mm-hmm. And it can take very different paths from one time to the next. And you never really know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of part of the fun. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, if every time... You made love, you tried to make it a certain type of tantric experience and attain a certain level of high, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, it's not going to happen every time. <gasps> and it's going to happen to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. So if you put that kind of pressure on on yourself, on your partner, on the lovemaking, it, it's actually going to impede your ability to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. So to just let go of that and to just see where it takes you mm-hmm. and to be open and you know do all these things that we're talking about and if you do you're likely to get to some really magical places like mind-blowing places mm-hmm. and then my favorite is you're done when you say you're done that's often a question we get but how how are you done if, if ejaculation and orgasm is not the end and i'm like you're done when you feel complete and you can pull out with a raging hard on and mm-hmm. that's still fine. Absolutely. A throbbing pussy. It's still perfect. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so funny that, that people are so conditioned that mm-hmm. sex is over when you have an orgasm or an ejaculation. Mm-hmm. And honestly, um, even if you're having regular sex, that should not be the end of your sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, if you're, you know, the average man who lasts about seven minutes and the average woman who doesn't orgasm until 20 to 30 mm-hmm. minutes... Uh, if you ejaculate, you're not done. <laughs> and people ask me, but how do you know? And I'm like, well, it's the same as when you eat. Like, you feel full. You're done. Yeah. You just know. I mean, yeah. it, it, you just have to experience it. So if you approach sex with all these steps that we've just given you, 
you will get to those places. You will start to see what we are talking about. It will make sense later on. Um, and you'll feel it and you'll know it. You're like, okay, I'm complete. I'm done. Thank you very much. You know, or like, I just want to snuggle now or talk about our highlights or no lights or anything like that. And that's one way that you can... Um, keep the energy moving or then or you could be like now I'm gonna go make this amazing meal or I'm gonna go create a painting or do something else and put that energy into that yeah I would just suggest uh you know like not operating any heavy machinery or <laughs> or, or, or deadly weapons afterwards <laughs> because most likely you're going to be in an altered state a little dizzy spacey very happy, uh-huh. you know, it has really nice side effects. <laughs> <laughs> warnings, warnings, this uh, might make you 100% highly happy. 100% natural. <laughs> <laughs> Organic. It's even gluten-free. <laughs> so we hope these tips were really helpful. Remember that tantric sex and tantra is a journey and it's, you're never going to reach a place of having experienced it all. Take your first step today. Try one thing at a time and start to do things differently and reframe how you view sex because this is really going to enrich your life. Yeah, and there's, there's tons of great books on it. Read some books. Yes. Try to Try to like really expand your mind into the mm-hmm. possibilities of, of what could be. And, you know, I really do recommend work with somebody. Yes. Work with somebody that has experienced it, that mm-hmm. has really knows how to get there yeah it's and the let shortest them, way yeah and let them guide you mm-hmm. and we're here to ha- we're happy to help you and if you want to know uh, what book to read uh, make sure you sign up for the sex vault because there is a whole list of our favorite books on the subjects for you to read so just mm-hmm. join us in the sex vault all right, there you have it. That was that was our best attempt at describing tantric sex, and we hope that it got you a little turned on and a little curious. And if you're not already having tantric sex, you're going to go out and try it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, we will see you next week. We hope you liked this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoyed this show, leave a comment and share it with your friends. And if you want more, we have an entire digital library with the best sex tips and relationship advice at CelineRemy.com. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y.com. So join us in the sex vault to continue this adventure. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>